But you know what? I thought you were mysterious like my mother until it turned out the mysterious just meant depressed, all right? Hard to reach. I mean, I'm dying here. I don't like going out. You know that I get anxiety when I have to meet people. You know how hard that is. Everything you touch turns to shit! Like King Midas's idiot brother. Jesus. But if you two aren't the biggest pair of fuck-ups I've ever met in my entire life... Hello everyone and welcome once again to Give Us a Second, a mini-sode series brought to you by the greatest moments in the history of forever. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And this is our 41st edition of Give Us a Second. And we are discussing Salute Your Shorts, Season 1, Episode 8. Donkey Lips and Sponge Weigh In, a.k.a. Cheeseburgers in Paradise, which is the title I think we're going to go with. There's a lot of conflicting information out there about Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. And also other Nickelodeon shows. Not a lot of official documents explaining things. Sort of a prolonged journey for us in TV land recently. Yeah, I was thinking this is a special TV week with the OC <laughs> now Salute Your Shorts, you know, the type of TV that everyone wants to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> really? So I alluded to it a little bit in the last episode, which was the OC, that we may be moving some television stuff onto the Give Us a Second mini show format. We have some plans for the rest of the year. I know it's been a while since we last did a Give Us a Second, but we've mapped out some stuff. We have a multi-part Give Us a Second planned that's TV-related for this year that that's hopefully right. we'll be able to do. Oh, yeah. A lot of exciting, exciting things. Yes. I don't want this to turn into an hour-long Give Us a Second, so let's jump into it. Wow. All right. Follow the show on Twitter, at GreatestPod. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating and review. You know the deal. Mm -hmm. Stickers, listener requests, whatever. Let us know on Twitter. That old thing. And follow us on Letterboxd. Zach1983, Matt Crosby. Mm -hmm. So here we go. We are discussing a Nickelodeon classic. We've done it before with The Secret World of Alex Mack. I was going to say, not this show, right? What do you mean? Oh, no, no, not <laughs> yeah. Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. Did we do other stuff? Oh, we, we did Are You Afraid of the Dark. That's right. So Alex Mack. A world that we dabble in from time to time. Yeah, this is one of those shows that never got a proper home video release, unlike Clarissa and Are You Afraid of the Dark and Pete and Pete, which got DVDs. Right. And I think Hey Dude as well. Oh, this wow. one never got DVDs, never even on streaming, which we picked an episode that we didn't even really want to do. That's true. <laughs> because we had to select from the ones that are streaming on Paramount Plus, which is a pretty limited selection. That's right. They even have like part ones of two part episodes. Yeah, not, not part have, two. Yeah. Lame. It, I don't know what the decision is. I'm sure it has something to do with guest stars or music or something. Right. I don't think it's content because I've watched some of them on a bootleg DVD and it's not like there's jokes or anything in those episodes that wouldn't fly or anything like that. It's probably some money or rights issue thing, but those 10 episodes that are available to stream on Paramount Plus are also the same that you can get on iTunes or Apple, okay. whatever. Like yeah. They're the same ones that exist in the streaming world. There's no other ones out there. I think Amazon, maybe you can buy the same 10 or something. Oh, wow. Okay. So just not out there. Yeah. 
So we had to pick one that was streaming on Paramount Plus. This is the one we landed on. Although the one we just watched before we started recording might have been better. <laughs> I think we probably could have said that about like every episode. <laughs> what, that they're better than this one? Well, I think just whichever one we watched last, we would have been like, this one was better. So this is for the people who are around our age who remember this show. Although it did rerun pretty much all through the 90s and into the 2000s. Yeah. But it only really aired initially in the early 90s, 91 and 92. Right. 26 episodes over two seasons. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my favorite show. I found friggin' Budnick and Donkey Lips to both be, like, disturbing and terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because it fits right into a recurring theme on this show, right. which is summer camp. This is, like, bizarro summer camp almost, though. <laughs> Yeah, this is joys of Waziata here. This is the cheapest summer camp imaginable. And like I said to you, and it it comes up in the notes, it doesn't really seem like anyone's ever having fun. There's (laughs) nothing good or fun about this camp. Everything is like, man, this place sucks, and we have to make our own fun. There's one counselor here. He's horrible. (laughs) He's such an asshole. (laughs) Let's talk about Salute Your Shorts. It was a favorite from my youth, apparently not so much for Matt. Yeah, not as but much. he has very little say on what we cover on the show. <laughs> yeah, listen, I certainly have nostalgia for Nickelodeon during this time period. Yeah, this just felt like the right show to do. I liked all the other stuff, but I think if we're going to tackle Pete and Pete, we're going to have to like take that more seriously. Although that, yeah. that's not streaming, I don't think. No, That's another one that's always... I don't even think all of the seasons were put out on DVD. Maybe they were. I'm not sure how many seasons there were. Yeah. Clarissa, I watched all the time, but I don't know that I have the same memories. Like, these episodes, as soon as I see them, I'm like, I remember this exactly. I feel like I've seen every episode of Salute Your Shorts like a million times. I remember being on all the time. Hey, dude, I I watched a lot too, but I didn't have that same connection with, and we've already done a few of the other shows. This just felt like the right pick. Salute Your Shorts was like a sometimes watch for me. Hey, dude was like almost a never watch. Like it Oh, okay. I couldn't get into Hey Dude as a kid. Well, what was your big Nickelodeon I was show? like the horses and... Uh, <laughs> not for me. No, I don't know. I mean, I would watch Legends of the Hidden Temple and Nick Well, it's Arcade. a game show. Yeah, I would watch the game shows. Well, we're not going to do that on the podcast. No, I know, but you're asking me about this era. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely a big Pete and Pete fan. Which I would not rule out us doing at some point something yeah. with. But and like Are I You said, Afraid of the Dark was like my favorite. Yeah. I like Are You Afraid of the Dark too, but we've yeah. already done it. All right, so just like the title of this episode, the original air date is also up for debate. I saw June 19th, 1991. I saw September 20th, 1991. And I saw September 21st, 1991. This is kind of like Saved by the Bell, too. Yeah. It's, who knows? A lot of mystery around this. But this episode, which we are going to go with Cheeseburgers in Paradise, was directed by Larry Lipton, written by Steve Slavkin who also wrote the book that the series was based on and seemingly wrote most of the episodes. I did see that name pop up a lot when I was going through and watching these. Yes. His book came out in 1986 and was called Salute Your Shorts, Life at Summer Camp, and it takes place at the fictional Camp Onawana. Almost thank God that it's fictional. (laughs) (laughs) We have Bobby Budnick, played by Danny Cooksey. We have Donkey Lips which we will talk about a lot, <laughs> just the fact that someone's <laughs> yeah. called Donkey Lips. Played by Michael Bauer, we have Sponge, a.k.a. Matt Crosby. That's right, yeah. 
played by Trevor Eister. We have Michael, played by Eric MacArthur. ZZ Ziff, the greatest name in television ever, played by Megan Berwick. We have Telly, played by Venus DeMilo Thomas. We have Dina, played by Heidi Lucas. And their counselor, Ugg, played by Kirk Bailey. That's your basic cast for this episode. Michael would leave the show after season one and be replaced by Pinsky, who was played by Blake Soper, but he doesn't really factor into this episode at all. So that's just a little factoid there. He was also in the band Rilo Kiley. That's right. (laughs) A lot of episodes of Salute Your Shorts have to do with how much the camp sucks, specifically the food. And food (laughs) is a big theme in this episode. Well, there's always, there's kind of like this running thing of. I guess it's Dr. Khan over the speaker. like Yeah, and that's people... Slavkin himself. Okay, voice. people are always questioning what the food was that they ate <laughs> the night before that morning, and he's always like Defending reassuring. It. Yeah. <laughs> it was meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have Budnick opening up, quote, Bud Mart in his bunk where he's yeah. selling things that are not actually what they seem this is a a trope of summer camp i feel like always the person sneaking in right but there's an extra level of subterfuge because it's like dina buys hair mousse but it's not actually mousse it's whipped cream and zz says she wants to buy a bracelet which seems insane you're like why is she buying a bracelet then you find out that these things are actually food right well i don't understand if I, I don't know. I don't really get it. Is it okay if he sells non-food items <laughs> and then know. they have to go through the extra level? Yeah. Because Ugg just breaks it up immediately. It's like that Barbasol can from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the whole thing with Ugg. He's constantly trying to bust them and bust their balls and like make them clean up the toilets with like their toothbrushes and stuff. Like Just horrible things. And it's like, <laughs> why is his relationship with the kids so antagonistic? So combative. <laughs> This isn't like bug juice at all. No. (laughs) All camp authority is seen as the enemy. The kids are always having to come up with ways to make their own fun, like I said, because nothing about the camp itself could be fun. Sure. And I even put, is this a punishment camp? (laughs) (laughs) Because it doesn't seem like you would want to go there. Right. Based on the way that the kids act about everything. Salute Your Shorts asks the all-important question, what if the writing and jokes on Say by the Bell were a thousand times worse? <laughs> because the jokes are terrible. Yeah. I don't know. Some of the writing, I think, might be stronger, though, than Say by the Bell. <laughs> Every now and then, there's like something that is a, a pretty legitimate LOL. But... Yeah, and I got to tell you, Say by the Bell did not have a ton of that. <laughs> That's true. I would say when it's at its worst... It's worse than anything that's on Say by the Bell, but yes. when it's at its best, it's better than anything that's on <laughs> yeah, Say by the I Bell. I agree with that. The range. Right. The range on Slit Your Shorts is all over the map. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the humor might be like unintentional. Like we might be bringing our own. Yeah. It's hard to tell. <laughs> like, for example, when Ugg busts Budnick's little store. And he's like, these red shoelaces are really licorice, and he eats the shoelaces. And then after Ugg leaves, the payoff of the joke is, oh, those weren't really licorice. They were actually shoelaces. Like, as soon as he put them in his mouth, he would be able to tell. But I, he, he you know what like I mean? Choking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he just ate it. Right. That's not a joke. That's yeah. nothing. That's <laughs> <laughs> just terrible. I was watching it, was like, it this does kind of feel like a show about nothing. <laughs> like, it's a show about nothing. 
the plots for the episodes are like so throwaway. <laughs> the plot in this episode is insane. I know. Like it's just where did they even come up with right. this? It's actually like a sketch from I think you should leave. <laughs> it just changes dire- <laughs> you're like, wait, what is happening now? Lobster dinner. <laughs> so basically, that's the cold open. Then we get the theme song of the kids singing. And now when the episode starts, they're Which, looking. Which, by the way, I got to talk about the intro for a second. Because multiple times, you just cannot get over the fact that they reshot this <laughs> intro <laughs> for season two. When we- Michael changed to Pinsky. <laughs> yeah, so it's the kids singing the song while Ugg pretends to play the piano. I think probably someone else is playing it. And... It's, you know, they each take the turns camp saying different lines. Anthem. Yeah, and then they redo it for season two, and they act, you know, the <laughs> like same joke. The same. Yeah, like where <laughs> Budnick yells, it makes me want to fart yeah. and everything. It's exactly the same. <laughs> it is weird that the, they the, just redid it. Right. <laughs> Without Michael. <laughs> when the episode starts, they're focusing in on the upcoming lunch menu schedule and everything is like a surprise like gumbo surprise yeah chicken surprise or whatever and dina says i wonder what the surprise is and zz says last time it was earthworms that's the level of jokes we're yeah. dealing with all right there's a lot of duds <laughs> so you want to retract your sentence? no no I, there's some good stuff though <laughs> sponge and donkey lips have a plan to combat anawana's terrible food and their plan is you would never guess what it is. In a million years, <laughs> if I was like, what is their plan to get around the terrible food at Camp Anawana? And what it is, is signing up for wrestling. That's right, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot to talk about pretty early on here. We have the two nicknamed campers. We have Sponge and we have Donkey Lips. Yeah, and I was telling you before we recorded, my memory of the show is always... Just Donkey Lips and Budnick, like the dynamic duo of bullying, basically. Yeah. Like that's the way I, I just definitely some episodes are like that. Yeah, but I watched this one for the show, obviously. But then I watched like another episode, and they were definitely playing off that Sponge and Donkey Lips being like more allied peers, right? Because they're the two that are the most picked on. Yeah, I guess a lot of talk about you know how things are going to work out different for them in the future. <laughs> Do you think nowadays on Nickelodeon they would have a character named Donkey Lips who I'm had a say speech impediment? A hard no. I don't <laughs> think that's flying, no. Yeah, I guess a big part of Slavkin's book was sort of the secret world of camp, meaning when kids came back from camp and their parents would hear stories, they would be shocked at certain things, specifically when nicknames were given to kids for physical attributes or yeah. things like that. I just was trying to imagine a casting call where they were like, well, we need a big fat kid who has a speech impediment to be yeah. Donkey Lips. Or did they find him and then write the character around him? How I don't many know. people showed up for that <laughs> casting call? It's rough. It's one of those things where, you know, for the longest time, the professional football team in Washington, D.C. was the Washington Redskins, and you would just take it for granted. And then every now and then you would think, like, how crazy that was. Right. Like, that seems insane when you would actually think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And when you watch a few episodes of this show, you just get used to it. But then every now and then you're like, they just call this kid Donkey Lips. Right. Constantly. It's so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Donkey Lips is the butt of like every joke. Yeah. In certain episodes where you're like, Jesus Christ. 
aim some of those bullets at someone else every now and then. It's really? just like, good lord, how does this kid not kill himself? Well, well actually, he does at the end of this episode. Wow. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah. Apparently, the winners of some intercamp tournament in wrestling get to go to some seafood restaurant for dinner. Donkey Lips even has his own claw crackers with his initials engraved on them, which I thought was pretty funny. Something that, you know, you're not really wanting to put out there. <laughs> I love his, like, pride at saying it. they even have my initials on them. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of, like, shocking to me. I don't really think about, like, kids being into, like, seafood and lobster dinners. I know. Well, that's that's one of those things where you can tell that, like, the person that wrote the episode is probably older. Yeah. And was never a kid in their life. <laughs> but Nick makes the joke about wrestling being lame, except if it's Sergeant Slaughter body slamming the atomic werewolf, which is one of those this? jokes that I yeah. just don't understand. Say by the Bell did the same shit where they would mix real things with fake things. Sergeant Slaughter is a real wrestler. Yeah. The atomic werewolf is not. Okay. So I don't understand that. I know. It's bizarre. Did they think they could get away with it? Because Sergeant Slaughter, I think, was in G.I. Joe, too, right? Wasn't there That's Sergeant That's true. Yes. So they thought it was like generic enough where it wasn't like trademarked or something? I don't, I don't know. know. It seems weird. Yeah, I don't know. The atomic werewolf. <laughs> A big theme in this episode is weight, and Sponge and Donkey Lips have to weigh in to get put into the appropriate wrestling division so there's a lot of weight shame going on in this weight shaming. i'd say so yeah the weigh-ins are public events where the entire <laughs> camp is there really just <laughs> humiliating for donkey lips in particular bad news donkey lips is five pounds over sponge is five pounds under and donkey lips is super depressed because he told his parents that he would get a wrestling trophy and at one point he says they think i'm a lump yeah it seems like it's it not actually the gets pretty dark home life for donkey lips probably <laughs> or any life yeah true camp but, life certainly not but Telly one of the girls that's right volunteers to be personal trainer for both of them so that Sponge can gain the weight needed and donkey lips can lose the weight I will say Telly is just like always sort of desperate for anyone wanting to do physical activity yes the girls are very defined and sort of stick to their characters pretty well yeah dina is the rich privileged Fashion. princess yeah zz is like hippie. the hippie environmentalist yeah. and telly is the sports chick whereas the guys sponge is the dork for sure and budnick is supposed to be like the bully i guess but like donkey lips is sometimes friends with sponge sometimes the sidekick of budnick and then Michael in the first season and Pinsky in the second season are supposed to be like the adversary to Budnick, but it doesn't always play out like that. Sometimes they're friends with Budnick. It, it just changes yeah, from yeah. episode to episode, which is probably more like real life, but that's not usually how kids shows are. They s usually stick to a, a defined formula. Sure, that's true. Because kids are stupid and right. they need it to be like yeah. simple. <laughs> they don't want a lot of gray area. <laughs> they need black and white. The food at camp is so bad that the kids turn to Budnick in one of his trademark schemes. He tells them they're going to be in hamburger heaven tonight if they just hand over some cash. This is a brilliant idea. I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, if you have money, you can go buy food somewhere. This sort of conflicts with other episodes, including the one we just watched where they're buying food from that snack shack. And that's, that's right. just like part of camp. Yeah. But that is the next year. So maybe they got added that. The snack shack was new. Yeah. 
Although, if Budnick knows about this hamburger place, like, why does that not factor into other episodes? Yeah, look this up because I couldn't remember. Yeah, the Tummy Pleaser. Is that what it's <laughs> That's called? That's the name of that place. Yeah. All right, well, we're not there yet. <laughs> but yes, I do want to talk a lot about that place because it yeah. is baffling its I know. existence. It's I don't shocking. even understand it. But anyway, he knows of this place. And so the plan is that they're going to get some burgers that night. Donkey Lips tells Telly, my mom says I'm the right weight. And Telly replies, yeah, if you were nine and a half feet tall. Wow. Which was actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's actually like a really harsh burn. Yeah. As I said, Donkey Lips is the butt of almost every joke. I think in the next episode after this, at least on Paramount Plus, I doubt they aired in this order. I think it's Telly who's trying to organize a basketball team, and she blows a whistle at one point, and no one hears it except oh, yeah. for Donkey Lips. And oh. then she's like, it's a dog whistle. Oh, no. Like, those are the type of jokes. They're just... It's constant grenades being lobbed in his direction, <laughs> as if it's not bad enough that he's referred to as donkey lips. Right. Brutal. And then all of a sudden, they just have 20 bananas available for Sponge to eat. This is like kind of a, a montage, but it's like the longest... And least funny montage you've yeah, ever seen. And it's so repetitive. Yeah, they basically just filmed donkey lips doing one thing and then just replayed it over and over. Yeah, And we just watch him sweat. So the training program is Sponge is supposed to eat 20 bananas. And it's like, well, if they have 20 fucking bananas, then why don't they eat those instead of the terrible food? It's fair. It's not as fun as burgers. No, I mean the the terrible food that the camp has. Oh, they act yeah. like they have no choice but to eat like the slop that the camp lays out. Right, right. What is it with like kids' shows and like how terrible food is? Remember You Can't Do That on Television? They were always at like the Barf Burger place yeah. or whatever. <laughs> The shows on Nickelodeon used to be fucking wild. (laughs) They were so bizarre, they were almost like frightening. Right. (laughs) Donkey Lips basically has a heart attack (laughs) during the training montage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the plan with the other kids is they're going to buy 37 burgers, which is insane. I guess Budnick is calling ahead, or is it going to be delivered? I can't even really tell what's supposed to happen with the phone call. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look like they have a delivery service. No. (laughs) They didn't have DoorDash. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, what does calling ahead actually get you? I don't know. It didn't seem like it took that long to get them prepared. Yeah, I really didn't get what any of it... The whole existence of this restaurant, the whole ordering process, who's making the food... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of questions. 37 (laughs) burgers? There's a lot of holes. But Ugg interferes... Of course, by the way, it ends up only being 36 because ZZ wants a tuna salad. Yeah, that's true. I hate this shit. In the middle of this scheme, all these kids are like, oh, well, you know, Michael's like, I need my burger rare. Dina says no onions. And Budnick, rightfully so, is like, all right, enough. Like, no more special orders. I do hate that. Like, when you're you're taking somebody (laughs) through the the drive-in and, like, everyone in the car is like, uh, you know, I need a Coke, no ice. I need a, you know, and everything has to be like a special order. It's like, just, I, I just want to order like three number fours. Yeah. So. Well, they're also working on a time limit because they know that they have to do this surreptitiously so that Ugg doesn't catch them, but then he does and he hangs up the phone. That's right. And he Although tells, it's like, what is he even catching them doing? I know. <laughs> He's like, you're all punished now and they have to pick up trash. <laughs> Because of what? Because he put a quarter in the payphone call. <laughs> the punishments are always insane. Yeah, I know. There's one where he just hands Budnick, Michael, and 
donkey lifts and sponge toothbrushes and say if they have to like clean the floor in the kitchen or something. I, Remember that? Yeah, it's. I, I mean, this camp seems awful. The fashion choices in this show are great too. Yeah. Well, that hit close to home. <laughs> well, yeah. Why don't you tell your sponge stories? <laughs> How I looked like him. (laughs) Same hair. Yeah. My mom buying me the same oversized clothes. (laughs) Just like terrible polos, like tucked in shorts. (laughs) Like a bowl cut. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking about Budnick's giant t-shirt with like all those peace signs on it. Oh, I know. (laughs) I could have seen myself wearing that in like 1991. I swear... I saw kids in real life that looked like exactly like Budnick, and I always wanted like nothing to do with them. Just yeah, like long-haired redhead kids. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but like that also wore oversized peace sign T-shirts. Yeah, probably like smoke cigarettes when yeah. they were like twelve. Absolutely. <laughs> in one of the more absurd moments of the show in this episode, and. Something that gets repeated later. Budnick seems to have this control over Donkey Lips in this episode, and he makes Donkey Lips and Sponge go get the burgers, risking being kicked off of the wrestling team, although it is unclear how and why. Yeah, there's definitely, well, it seems there's some physical threats being made. Yeah, he's like, I'll turn you into dead meat or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be dead meat. Some (laughs) threat. I'll pound you. But. If it was just Sponge, I could get it. I mean, Donkey Lips could kill Buddy. I know, he could break him in half. You cannot overstate how huge Donkey Lips is. Ugg is going to let them skip activities and go running into the woods as part of their exercise routine because he wants Donkey Lips to be able to make weight. But then he realizes this plan is no good because Sponge can't lose weight. So he tells them to have Donkey Lips push Sponge in a wheelbarrow and Sponge eat pork rinds. Which is a snack that I only ever see on TV shows. That's right. I mean, I guess I've seen it in real life, but I've never known anyone to eat them. Not popular. I, they must be somewhere, or at some point in time. Why are they, they on all these shows? They do exist and are always for sale, but yeah, you don't <laughs> They're go to, always for sale. You don't go no to someone's house. Yeah. I mean, I see them in gas stations Let and me stuff. say this. I've never had them. I'm going to wager... I'm going to say that they're probably delicious. <laughs> <laughs> they just seem like they would. I feel be. like I've had them before, and I feel like it was unmemorable. But okay, all right. I don't know. Redheads and pork rinds, not for Matt. Yeah, I'm not saying pork rinds are that bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Sponge and Donkey Lips bond over being picked on, and they have these ridiculous dreams of the future. I did think it was cool where clearly Sponge talks over one of Donkey Lips's lines. Oh yeah, and they just kept it. <laughs> It all stays. It felt like because I can I know why too because it was a long tracking shot for this show where they're pushing along in that wheelbarrow and they're backing up. They're like, we're not doing this again (laughs) because he says revenge twice. You remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? Right. Yeah. Because Donkey Lips goes, that'd be cool or whatever, and Sponge is like, revenge, and then he goes, revenge. Yes. 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 (laughs) I thought that was cool though. It felt like more spontaneous that's right <laughs> it was very noticeable in a show like this where the kids are almost like well looking that was at the just camera. that like you know filmmaking in the 90s it was very raw and, you know <laughs> they, they probably took like a lot of influence from you know like the early spike lee and yeah soderbergh's like sex lies and videotape right 
Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Gus Van Sant. <laughs> Unbeknownst to Donkey Lips, though, he has a hole in his pocket. And his yeah, by the way, change. they have 60-something dollars in change. Although he does hand her bills, so I think it's like a mix. Okay. But yeah, they're going to be paying for 37 burgers and mostly change, and he's <laughs> dropping it along the way, which is insane that they walk so far and it just like leaves a path. And he like still has some to show. Yeah, it wouldn't work like that. But no. Okay. <laughs> Ugg notices a quarter on the ground and follows the change trail, thinking that it's his lucky day. Oh, Not gosh. really suspicious of this change trail, just excited to pick up change. Ugg is just a real idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think like which character I relate to the most on this show, and I keep coming up with Ugg. <laughs> <laughs> just a mean doofus. Yeah. <laughs> Ruining everyone's fun. <laughs> God, I'm like disturbed. At Making how many... people clean. I'm disturbed at how many notes I have left. I'm like, oh my God. I felt like this episode was almost over. <laughs> the Burger Shack just is seemingly in the middle of the woods. In close proximity to a summer camp where the kids are forbidden to actually go to it. So who is going to this burger place? Zero customers. I know. There's no one there when they long, get there. It seems like a long work day. I mean, you can tell this chick that works there is just over it. <laughs> yeah. My memories of this episode from when I was a kid, I seem to remember it being like even more in the middle of the woods, like actually like trees around it yeah, and yeah. like not even like paved anything. But it is like an open, cleared area and there is like a paved path. So clearly they just filmed this, you know, it's not actually close to a summer camp. I mean, right, it's just right. some random location. Yeah, yeah. But just the idea of it existing in the universe of Anawana, you're like, well, what, what is this? they can this? walk to, but they're not allowed to go there. <laughs> the this camp pleaser. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, why, why can't they go there? Dangle this place. It sounds like ice cream and stuff, and you're just dangling that in front of kids while you're feeding them just garbage all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's hell. Maybe it's like Shaner's. Yeah. Yeah, it is like Shaner's. <laughs> That's a reference that people will get. I did a little bit of math. Okay. The 37 burgers comes to $63. Now, I didn't factor in the tuna thing, but whatever. All of it, the 37 orders, it comes to like a buck 70, which sounds about right. Okay. Each. Yeah, that's for, fair. For 1991. Yeah. That sounds right. But then I was like doing the math. I was like, there's only six kids. I can't remember how, what I divided it by, but it worked out to something like over five burgers a piece. <laughs> And I was just like, what the fuck? Right. Why did they order so many burgers? What is this, us ordering food for like a movie night? <laughs> I did notice Donkey Lips' back sweat was out of control by the time they got to, what's it called, Tummy Heaven? What was it? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. The Tummy Pleaser. <laughs> Even worse yeah. than what I said. <laughs> the cashier is played by Kelly Jones Gabrielle. Foof. Who was in a few things around this time, most notably, she often played characters that were like Hooker or Blonde or whatever. But she was in Robin Hood Men in Tights, and her character's name was Buxom Lass. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I guess her boobs were probably prominent in that part, I would imagine. Would make sense. She's definitely uh, a babe. Uh, <laughs> the babe of the tummy pleaser, I would say. <laughs> Wasn't that the name of like the unreleased Birds album? <laughs> the Babe of the Tummy <laughs> <Yeah>. Pleaser. 
Basically, Donkey Lips and Sponge lost half the money on the way. They discover the hole in Donkey Lips's pocket. They stall, and then they spot Ugg making his way up to the burger shack. Ugg is blown away by the presence of this cashier, and he says, Just a pathetic showing by Ugg here. So what's a pretty girl like you doing in a hut like this? <laughs> Yikes. At first, she's super annoyed, but then she sees an opportunity. So they set up very quickly like a scenario that's easy for the viewer to understand, which is it's closing time. She needs this big order paid for before she can leave. Yeah. Basically, these kids ordered a shit ton of food. They didn't pay for it. The now register's not going to balance. Somebody's going to be really upset about that. Somebody. We I don't guess. see anyone yeah. else. Right. <laughs> Don't this is the like, first time anyone's ever ordered food from this place. Don't you feel like this is the type of place that bar, the boss comes in the next day and is like, hey, your register didn't balance yesterday. It's like, okay. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> like, I mean. Did we sell anything? Yeah. She ends up tricking Ugg into paying for the food under the guise of going out on a swim date with him afterwards. As I said, she can't leave until the food's paid for. He makes a terrible chicken fingers joke. That's he has chicken true. fingers. She doesn't respond. Because if you did, you would need a lot of hand cream. Yeah. Is what he says. Not a lot of home runs here Oof. from Ugg. No. But I do love that she's like luring him into paying this money <laughs> by being like, I'm going to lay out and get a tan. Yeah. Nude. Yeah. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> Doggy Lips and Sponge manage to swipe the food back. The cashier ditches Ugg, of course. And the burgers are snuck back to the campground. And as far as I'm concerned, this could be the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there's so much more. Yeah. Budnick and Michael are fighting over the binoculars because Budnick says he can see the girls shower. Doesn't really seem like a joke they would have on Nickelodeon in 2021. Yeah, really. Pretty wild. Shocking, I would say. Considering the girls are probably supposed to be like 13 or 14 or something and also just not appropriate in general. It's probably irresponsible to put that in a script. Hey, man, it was the 90s. Anything true, goes. Yeah, that's right. Some of the jokes that are in some of the cartoons that were on in Nickelodeon. Oh, absolutely. insane. I know. <laughs> they just did not give a fuck back then. The victory of the burgers is short-lived, though, as Budnick, Dina, Telly, Michael, ZZ, Sponge, and yes, even Donkey Lips, who, you'll remember, is trying to actually lose weight, all scarf down the evidence as Ugg approaches the cabin, was this really worth the $63? Why does Donkey Lips really eat the burgers? Because they have to get rid of the evidence. He doesn't want to get busted. I know, it's peer but pressure. <laughs> Over five burgers each, though, it looks like Donkey Lips only eats one. So that yeah. means there's an extra four burgers then split up. I mean, who's eating all these? There were 36 burgers. Yeah, I know. And how good do you feel after you overeat <laughs> by four and a half burgers? From the tummy pleaser. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's the bathroom situation at Anawana? Uh, gonna... Yeah, let's not talk I, about it. I bet those places stink. I'm sure. <laughs> Nobody's tummy is pleased that night. <laughs> no. And then Ugg just comes in and he's like, what's going on? You guys having a party? It's like... Why is he always checking up yeah, on like, everything? Yeah, like, dude, what the fuck? Is there any, like, downtime? All he does is put tinfoil in front of his face so he can like get a tan on his face which is insane yeah but that's like a theme throughout the entire show that he always does shit like that and then just antagonize all the campers to no end for no for seemingly no reason who cares that they're eating food i I know 
<laughs> so they have a close call, but they manage to get rid of everything. Ugg is like, okay, why don't we do the weigh-in? It's time. I'm like, all right. As if you haven't been humiliated enough, donkey lips. <laughs> <laughs> they have to make donkey lips get nude for yeah, the weigh-in really? in front of the entire camp. <laughs> it's like a UFC weigh-in. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous that Sponge and Donkey Lips are now forced to dispose of the garbage. Even me just watching this now, <laughs> at my current age, I was getting infuriated by this. I was like, you can't stand up for yourself at all. They make you go get the burgers, and now they're like, hey, slaves, go take the trash out. And Donkey Lips is just like, yeah, okay. You guys are losers. You're scum beneath our feet. You do everything we want. I do enjoy their confidence when it comes to winning the wrestling trophy. Yeah. They're basically just like, if we make this weight, we'll be at that seafood <laughs> dinner. And yeah. I, I'm like, okay, I could buy donkey lips, but sponge? sponge doesn't look like he's won anything in his life. <laughs> yeah. Whenever ZZ like squeezes his muscle with like her finger, he's like, ow. Well, bruise. he bruises easily. Yeah. ZZ should be on the wrestling team. Oh yeah. She could beat some ass. As they're walking to dump the garbage bags, wherever there must be like a dumpster or something i don't even know where they're taking it the bag tears on a branch and burger wrapper debris goes everywhere this is like my whole life this looks more like 3700 burgers than just i I agree with that i was like what all trash got thrown in with this (laughs) donkey lip says great just when things are going good i get this garbage all my life is garbage relatable Just an unbelievable line on a Nickelodeon show. I loved it. Sponge rallies Donkey Lips, though, and in the process of cleaning it up, Ugg comes along, so they start stuffing the rappers into their shorts and shirts, and he tells them it's time to get weighed in when they have the trash stuffed in their clothes. The whole camp is present for the weigh-in, which is humiliating. Donkey Lips ends up one pound over, remember, with all the rappers and junk in his clothes, and he just says... More garbage. That's right. Super defeated. I don't really understand why he doesn't take the rest of the garbage out of his clothes. I guess because Ugg is with him. Yeah. He doesn't have a chance to take it out. He gives his claw cracker to Sponge on his way out of the door. By the way, how much does that thing weigh? He wasn't holding it. Oh, he wasn't. Well, I, mean, I, can't I thought remember. I was thinking it was his pocket. Yeah, maybe. Him handing over the claw cracker is the Donkey Lips equivalent of a suicide note. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sponge certainly <laughs> takes it that way. Sponge does make weight, and Telly wants him to take a hand weight to continue training, but he leaves it on the scale as he rushes out to check on Donkey Lips. For some reason, doesn't even really make sense in the script, Telly yells, it's only five pounds. I don't know why she yells that. It doesn't really make sense. And then, for some reason, that also is unexplained, Ugg weighs the weight, and he's like, no, actually, it's seven pounds. Yeah. And they realize the scale's off by two pounds. Wow. Putting a lot of holes in everything we've ever thought in our lives. I was like, well, does that mean that Sponge is actually not the right weight? What? How much did he make it by? They don't say. They specifically don't say. Right. (laughs) So that we don't know. (laughs) Sponge goes to tell Donkey Lips, but it's too late. Donkey Lips has blown (laughs) his brains out. (laughs) And he's dead. Credits.
wrote this song in hopes that people will change. Look around, see the world, sun that shines above. If we don't change the way we live, we'll be covered in puking rot and garbage, oil spills, toxic waste, acid rain. It's your fault. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. It's your fault. If I knew you were going to be that heavy, I would have put you on when I needed everyone to leave. I'm sorry, I'm just telling people the truth. 